Welcome back to Insurance Happy Hour. I'm Becky. And I'm Laird. Hi, Laird. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, another week down. I know. Can you believe the first month has already gone by? I know. February. I, it, it, as we talked about, it goes faster. Time dilation changes. We're going the speed of light. <laughs> you know, the faster you and I go, the faster we do things, and that how, you know, the faster we move this industry forward, it's uh, time dilation. And so, you know, like everybody slows down, but we speed up and, you know. Okay. <laughs> do you know the theory of the relativity? <laughs> I know. I've heard, I've heard your theory before, yes. Okay, but do you know how time travel works? Or not time travel, but as you approach the speed of light, if you go faster and faster and faster, uh, time dilates where it. It feels like it's going normal speed for you, but for everybody else, it's going extremely fast. Mm, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, so here we are uh, doing doing our little podcast. My question is: Do you think it works? And I'm thinking: Do you think what? Do I think what works? Like marketing. I, I mean, I know your job is marketing. I know that's what it is, and so it's kind of like asking a mechanic: Does he like cars? You know, it's 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 one of those questions. But whenever you look at the grand scheme of things and the amount of money that goes into advertising, and all the different things that you do, and the t- amount of time that you have to, it, you know, it's not even just time, but it's also time and money. Mm. And you know, advertising is not cheap. A lot of advertising, you know, a magazine ad for a year is hundreds of thousands of dollars if you want to be in most magazines doing any radio airtime. And, you know, the reason I'm I'm thinking about this is agents, for people listening to the show, how much, you know, doing a podcast is cheap. You know, get some great equipment for $1,000. Great equipment. You can get some really cheap equipment for $200. You can get great equipment for $1,000. And you can put these shows out. They're free. They're, they're easy to do. It's very low cost to actually put them out. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing the same thing with videos, walking around with a little video camera and, you know, recording yourself brushing your teeth. And um, yeah. <laughs> do you see Beto? He, he, was, he like live streamed him teeth cleaning. No, I didn't see that. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't think I could. You know, I, that's not, I don't know who that's catering to, but I sure as hell tell you it's not me. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind Beto at all. It's more the, the whole thing of like, I don't need to see inside someone's mouth, you yeah. know? And I think we're, we're hitting the oversharing, but a lot of the oversharing we're doing is advertising. And that's what, you know, most of us are doing all the time is like, you know, we dress well, we do our hair, we smell good, look good, all those types of things. Cause we're trying to impress people. We're selling ourselves. Whether it be for sex or for, um, you know, uh, love or for, uh, you know, work or whatever it may be to, to sell, sell your product, whatever it is, we're all doing this. And so whenever I look at marketing and do you think that there's some marketing that, I mean, do you, do you think that it works? I mean, like putting a, like we talked about last week, putting a logo on a stadium. Marketing can work, but you have to approach it. With the right mindset. Also, just advert like okay. So there's um, a famous quote that's like half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know what half. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's a great line actually. <laughs> um, and and in in the old days of advertising, that's certainly true because it was really hard to measure. You know, you had a, you put out a new ad and your sales lifted. You're assuming it's the ad. Well, maybe it's the ad. Maybe it's the new product that you had. Maybe it's something else. I mean, it's it's not directly correl. You know, it's not a causation always. It's more correlation. Um, 
But in these days of digital, it's a lot easier to track and do a direct um, attribution model where you can say, this ad generated this many clicks, which converted this many times, and I got this much revenue from it. So yes, it can work, but you also have to keep in mind that we are not rational. And I just wrote a blog post about this, uh, I think last week, um, where we are not rational. We do not make our purchasing decisions using logic only. We might say, use logic as kind of our justification, but a lot of the decisions that we make are more emotional. So how does this brand make us feel? How does it, what does it tell other people about us that we want them to think or know about us? Um, so that's why, why bacon sells so well. <laughs> um, so a lot of it is is keeping in mind that um, people are not rational, and if you try to use logic to convince them to change to your product or to change their behavior, it's not always going to be successful. It's not going to work that way because that's just not how it happens. But also keep in mind that the consumer. Um, the pro- the buying process has changed significantly, and you know, in B two C for sure, with everybody doing online shopping and everything. Um, but even more so with B two B. Whereas when people get to the point where they're talking to a salesperson, they are already far down this the buying process and already know more information than they used to be. Um, but you know, coming down when you're just talking just advertising in general. Like putting your name on a ball field, that is a much harder thing to track. Ball field. <laughs> Sorry. Laird's 12. <laughs> Stadium, arena, ball field. Ballpark. There we go. There that's, you go. That's about <laughs> Um, so should we abandon advertising methods that uh, are not uh, trackable? So No, because those methods are more about your brand and brand awareness than they are directly tied to your revenue. And old people. <laughs> well, there is something to be said about having a captive audience. If you have a sponsorship at a ballpark or a stadium, mm-hmm. you're going to have... How? What's the average attendance in, in a baseball field? Fifty thousand. Depends on how good the Rangers are doing. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Forty thousand, twenty. I mean, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. right? Let's say twenty thousand. Let's say you're you're you can expect about twenty thousand people per game. Eighty games a season. Yeah. Eighty games a season to be sitting there captive, looking at your screen or looking at your ad. That at some point, and especially for those who are high frequency or they're season ticket holders, or they just attend a lot of games, that repetition is going to increase your brand awareness. So it's it's not always necessarily directly tied to revenue. And that is why you see companies and brands who have large marketing budgets do something like that because they're not they're able to say this much i want to tie to revenue but this much i want to work i want to dedicate to brand and my brand awareness and trying to increase that 
Oh, I mean, but there's something to be said that right now, um, you know, as we talked about last week, all like NASCAR and the sponsors are just fleeing because it's just there's not an ROI. Home Depot, I think, just pulled out and tied. Well, and it's not necessarily that there's an ROI. I think there's larger risk with being associated with some sports. And this actually is exactly what I wanted to talk about today. Okay. Um, because the NFL has been having has been struggling with um, head injuries and concussions. Right. And there's there's been a lot of studies done on the effect of playing football on a player's brain. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a report that ESPN did that says the insurance industry is actually losing confidence in football because the NFL no longer has general liability covering head trauma. Yeah. Well, I, you know, first of all, in the, in terms of some sports, the risk like NASCAR, just, you know, no one's watching anymore. So there's not the ROI, but when it comes to terms of like uh, football, there's still a ton of people that watch, but I think that football is dead. And, well, I think you've said that before on the show, actually, haven't it, you? Because of concussions. Right. I, I think that uh, I wouldn't allow my kids to play football. I would convince other parents not to have their kids play football because it, you know, you you don't he- you hear about the pros that make it all the way, but you don't hear about the hundreds and thousands of kids that got concussions that, you know, never go anywhere because they got a, a concussion whenever some kid twice their age, you know, steamrolled them, you know, playing junior high ball. Right. And so, I, I you know, a sport like football, I, I think it's a point where it's just uninsurable. Yeah. And, you know, so that, I guess that's kind of where your article's going. Right. Well, there. it says that, that according to several sources, there's only one carrier who is willing to provide workers' comp. Really? To these teams. Yeah. Only one. Hmm. Does it say who? No. Hmm. Of, of course it doesn't, but... <laughs> Uh, at least on the article that I Well, that's I, a nice niche market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Can you imagine that policy? Jeez. Well, yeah, but, you know, they just they just do it. They, they roll in, but then, you know, they, they're going to start putting contracts together that says you need to carry your own liability. There's no liability on the thing. And then, you know, it's – it's going to become a big problem and you know high impact sports especially football or um, nascar where people die yeah and it's going to take you know a uh, a star college football athlete to die on the field or a pro nfl or to die on the field before there's going to be major change and technology can you know they, they have those new helmets that help but it's it there there's a point where you just can't and as technology gets better to increase the ability of humans yeah like getting them better trained getting them faster and then it becomes just a a simple physics equation e equals mc squared you know it's uh mass times you know or force which is mass times acceleration mm-hmm. um you know you've got energy you've got force you've got all of these things and you know as people get heavier and they get stronger and they get faster the amount of force goes up and up and up and up and there's a point where the human body just can't take it anymore yeah <clears throat> and so then you know 
without liability, who would, who would sit there? Because at that point, liability would just defer over to the owner or the league or whatever, and they're not going to take that. So what they're going to do is they're going to defer that out through contracts or however legal wrangling they've got to do. And it's going to just, you know, it's going to kill the sport. Yeah. And, well, gonna- and there's, there's a couple of people in here that, that are both saying if, if we can't get insurance, sports, sports going away. Yeah. That insurance coverage is the biggest threat to the sport. And it's not just it's not just football, it's hockey and soccer as well, you know, like other high impact where where you're I remember when soccer used to be high impact. <laughs> <laughs> now 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 it's a lesson in acting. Yeah. Well, you know, I it we I said that there's only one carrier willing to provide workers comp. How many do you think there were serving the NFL? Prior to 2011, I mm, guess it was 2011. Whenever that uh, bombshell head report came out, it's that's they start when they started facing concussion litigation. Yes, ah, I would say a lot. I would say 12. Yeah, at least a dozen. Oh, I nailed it. Yeah, and I didn't read the article. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even see the article. Yes. Yeah. So you know, it's, what do I win? Do I win a prize? Yay, Laird. <laughs> Wow, uh, anticlimactic. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it teaches me to ever win anything again. Don't <laughs> you get a participation trophy? I'll, I'll go get you a ribbon. Okay. <laughs> Still waiting on that uh, jackass award you're going to give me. It wasn't a jackass award. I needed a jackass card. Oh, okay. Well, and it's not September 29th yet. <laughs> so you have plenty of time to go to Hallmark and go. Hey, do you got a you got a card that's got a donkey on it? <laughs> I'm sure they do somewhere. <laughs> but okay, so twelve. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's exactly to your point that there's the the risk involved with this sport now is just too high that there's no one willing to take on that liability. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, but you know, obviously, you brought this up today because the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl's this weekend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, Justin's over the moon again. And <laughs> Patriots, four out of five years, showing up in the Super Bowl, so yes. he's all happy. But uh, I, I, you know, I, I've stopped watching football. To be honest, yeah, I there's, you know, really there. There's the there's multiple sides to it. First of all, you know, I I'm not on the whole worried about you know standing during the anthem or not. I, you know what? People need to do their own thing. You know, yeah, that's their own thing. It's just I'm I'm having a problem that there's there's a lot of them that are feeling that they're they're given you know multi million dollar contracts and they act fools mm-hmm. and they're out there just you know getting in trouble, beating people, assaulting people, and you know that's just not acceptable. And you see that, and you know I could probably argue that. That happens everywhere. Per capita, it probably happens more to other people than it does football players. But they need to be uh, role models, right? And you you don't hear that happening, you know, in hockey. You don't hear that happening in baseball, you know. Um, so it's just I've just had to stop watching football. But you know, hockey, I could see it. You know, they, but also, you know, hockey players will do it for the love of the game, and they'll they'll go out and you know lose all their teeth and you know you know give you a gummy smile and they're like all happy <laughs> i play actually I, I lost my teeth playing hockey but i loved it well when you also have um 
players. I was listening to a podcast, and this was a while ago, maybe two years or so ago, uh, or a year and a half ago. There was a, and I forget his name, uh, because I'm I not an NFL fan. I don't I don't watch the NFL really. I probably won't even be watching the Super Bowl this Sunday because I really just don't care. Not even for the commercials that no. don't, aren't funny anymore? Hi, have you met the internet? All the I, commercials I, I, are that's on the internet. I was going to bring up the, the, inter- <laughs> the, the internet teabagged the Super Bowl commercials. I know. Like, so I, why, why do I need to spend four hours watching that game just to watch the commercials so I can watch online the next day? Yeah. Or even before. Or really, because a lot of them release their ads but, you know, the, few, the weeks leading. Or the, the reality is the internet's just funnier than those commercials can be nowadays. That That is true. Although... The Budweiser uh, Clydesdale commercials can make you cry. Aww. Um, but me, 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 besides me, me, me. the point, so there is a player, and I, I don't know his name, but he, he was a really good player. And everybody expected him to be this huge star. And all of this stuff came out about concussions, and he said, I'm out. I'm done. I'm he not like doing that. He was like 26 years old. Yes. Yeah. And everyone's like, why are you retiring at this age? You have this huge potential and this, this you know, we expect to see great things out of you. It's like, it's not worth it to me. Speak to, I mean, just go research any of the old football players and they'll tell you. I mean, they're, they're, they, they, they got damaged. Yes. So it's, um, when you have players who are star players who are going to be, um, you know, really great and that you're losing. Because of this problem, you know that's that that's a big deal. I know, and you know, I'm a. The, there was a, a wonderful, wonderful game in the, in the eighties. I think it was. Called. Oh, okay. I found him, John Urschel. Okay, yeah, of yeah. the Baltimore Ravens. Yep, he's out. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm perfectly good with that. He 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 values his life. Yes, and that that's good. There was a there's a. Um, a football game from the uh, 80s. A, uh, um, it, it was a football game, but it was uh, with robots. And um, I think that that's where we need to take. Um, that's where we need to take everything is having um, robots. robots. Yeah, that would be awesome. Football. That would be weird. Football. Yeah, but I mean, can you imagine the fox fighting robot guy going out there and there's you know, 12 of them on a side and they're just like crushing each other and you know, they're controlled by players and all that. Yeah. It would be pretty cool to actually watch, but you know, that's the other thing is like, have you noticed esports is, is that we, uh, Justin and I talked about this. Esports is a thing. Oh like, yeah. Stadiums full ball fields, full of people watching, <laughs> um, watching people play, um, you know, a video game on a screen. Yeah. It's, you know, the only time that I ever did that was like, it was in my twenties and, you know, I was the one playing the video game and my friends just got around and drank and got drunk while I was playing the video game. Go there, do that, go shoot that guy. And, um, you know, that, that's about all the watching that I ever had done, but I could never sit down and watch, uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago, watch someone play a video game. I couldn't yeah. do it. But, you know, I, I think that with the advent of e-sports, I think kids are playing less sports. I think a lot of sports right now are um, are used to, hey, you know, I want to better my life. Yeah. And, you know, people that, um, you know, aren't having something to prove and they can just sit at home and play video games and get fat, they're going to do that. Yeah. And, you know, they're not going to go out. I think sports is in, in real trouble because of that. Yeah. But... Uh, 
you know, how would you feel if uh, college football went away? I mean, it'd be sad, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we'd all get used to it. Yeah. I think we would all get used to it and it would be, we would be fine. But would it be, would we, would I be upset? Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I know that it's not necessarily great for everybody. So if it went away, all right, I'll find something else. Yeah. So who are you going for this week? I don't care. <laughs> I have zero. Zero Fs were given in her answer for that question. I mean, I used to live in Boston, so part of me is like, Patriots, right? But at the same time, like, they've won how many out of the last few years? Yeah, well. The- I mean, it was like it was like the, uh, the national championship game for college football, right? It was Alabama and Clemson. And it's like, part of me is like going to – rooting for Alabama because SEC and I'm in my team's SEC. So you always root for the conference, even if it's not your team. But at the same time, it's like, damn, I want to see Alabama get beat. Yeah. So Clemson winning, I was okay with. <laughs> same kind of thing. Well, you know, the debate is because I work uh, so closely with Justin is which, which Justin do you want? <laughs> <laughs> the happy Justin who's, <laughs> who's thrilled who's, that his, his, his uh, man crush has, has won him another Super Bowl. Or? Yeah. Uh, but you, you know who's who's just God. He is incessant whenever, he, whenever they win. He's just like you know, it's, it takes TB twelve and slams it in your face. <laughs> just like there you go. And then, but if they lose, he'll be you know these bombs. These <laughs> you know I can't believe that that one call. And he'll be blaming the refs and all that. So I was like, yeah. Uh, uh, we, we talked about insurance for 20 seconds, it seems like, on this. Well, it was all related. Insurance in the, is probably going to kill the sport. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. Insurance, you know, insurance is going to kill a lot of fun things. You know, just liability, people getting sue happy, everybody, you know. Well, you know, um, you know, I went to Texas A&M, right? No. Hush. Um, and my freshman year was the year that Bonfire fell, mm-hmm. if you remember that. I do. Uh, and there was no Bonfire in the few years after that while they they did their report to figure out why it fell. And after that report came out, the school basically said, it's not longer a school sanction event. We're not going to bring bonfire back on campus because there is no insurance out there that would cover that and, or not at a price that we are willing to pay. Yeah. And so there became a group of students who decided to then do their own bonfire, a renegade off campus bonfire, if you will. And they, I think they still do it. Um, but it's all off campus. It's no school. It's not a school sponsored sanctioned event. And because of insurance, Correct. And, you know, it's it, it will kill traditions. And it, it's not that insurance is bad. I mean, insurance is just covering their liability. Right. Because, you know, if something major happens, they're on the hook for tens of millions of dollars. Right. And, you know, there, there's a... There's a lot of unique little uh, niches out there, and you can make a lot of money. But you know, whenever it's like, "Hey, I need to insure this one thing for this period of time," and you know, they look at the risk and it's like, "Okay, well, that's a lot of money," and then they charge, you know, "Well, we'll give you two million dollars of coverage for a million dollars." Right? <laughs> you know, just not going to work, and so people are going to stop 
going out having fun. Yep. But I think it's 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 more of a it's less about insurance. It's more about people being so happy and you know oh well, you know that this happened. You know you owe me a hundred million dollars. <throat> In no way, shape, or form was that ever worth a hundred million dollars. Yeah. You know? And yeah, and you know that that gets also to like cyber liability and all that. Is that you know right now? First of all, everybody. I mean. The the fine that uh, Marriott should be paying for their breach of half a billion people uh, would put them out of business. It's not even you know it, it it's it's it will cost them more than they'll be worth in the next ten years to pay that fine off. Mm. So they're not going to get a fine. There's nothing there. Equifax they you know breached our data hardcore. No fine. No repercussions. And so, you know, the people that are doing credit monitoring, they're the only ones winning because right now, you know, it's like, I mean, how often do your credit cards get breached? You get a new card once a year, twice a year? Mm, no, I, I just, I guess I use mine more than yours because they, they get breached all the time. I think I had, I think it happened to me once in the last three years. Yeah. It will happen more like when you travel, corporate cards, yeah. stuff like that. They'll catch those a lot easier. But yeah, we're we're <laughs> the 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 way that the the society has become is creating problems. Yes. So, all right, I'm done. Rant, <laughs> rant over. So, are you going to watch the Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if it's it's like one of those things. If it's on, I remember I used to throw parties and I used to have people over. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Excuse know. to eat way too much food. But. <laughs> I do. I do like to make uh, bar food for football game nights. Like when it's football your, season, your, your words ran together. Bar food <laughs> when it's a game night for like you know when it's football season. I'll make sliders or nachos or wings, and that'll be dinner at home. So I feel like we're getting a bar type experience watching the game <laughs> from the house since we have kids and we don't go anywhere anymore. Um, well, so the other thing that. is, uh, in, you know, as you get really bi- first of all, I would rather sit at home and watch a game or a movie than go to a movie or go watch a game. Mm. Because first of all, you get this, uh, okay, what, what I do now is like, if there's a movie that I want to go see in the theater, I wait two and a half months for it to be out on digital. Yeah. And I download it and I buy it for seventeen dollars. You know, generally it's about seventeen bucks. I would have paid that going to the theater. You know, yeah, um, maybe nine, ten bucks for the ticket, but then you know, popcorn and all, you know, drink and all that stuff. And now every theater's got to have a, a restaurant tied to it where you get you know table service there. And so you're walking out fifty, sixty bucks poorer. You know, going to see a movie, and you know, at home I can have a pause button. I can go to the bathroom whenever I want. I can go get a drink. I could drink really good liquor. I could go get food. I could make a really nice meal. I could get whatever food I want. I don't have to be, you know, stuck to these half-assed ones. And then I can go, hey, that's a really good movie. And I can watch it again the next day. Yeah. And so I, I the same thing with um, sporting events. Pause button, replay button, you know, control your own destiny, yeah. have your own food, not paying, you know, I, I went to a Cowboys game this year and I think it was like... I think it was 11 bucks for a... Crappy beer? A, yeah, a chick beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
You're the one who calls it a chick beer. I do call I it. It is a chick beer. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. A lot of, a lot of guys drink chick beer. Mm. Yeah. But that that's... I, I I talk to people all the time, and that's why I think stadiums are great. I mean, the new Bar, uh, Barlington uh, ballpark, ball field... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the new ballpark in Arlington is um, going to uh, be smaller than the old one. Yeah, and it's I, in Texas Motor Speedway, NASCAR. There, they have less seats. They're like taking seats down because it just you know it doesn't look good whenever half the thing's empty. Yeah. So I, I think that whenever you couple that. People's interests in the world have changed. They're too busy looking at a six-inch screen uh, most of the time, or they're they're so connected that going and experiencing a uh, ball game or going and seeing a movie in a little bit more immersive, everything is just going away. I think that um, really entertainment is going to change, and I'm hoping that some of that entertainment changes that people get out more. Yeah. That they go, hey, I want to go for a hike. I want to go on a boat. I want to go flying. I want to go do something outside of everything. So, hmm. So, no, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. No, you got anything else? No. Mm. no. Well, what do you think? Do you, do you think we prattled along about nothing today? Yeah, we probably did. Yeah. Do you, uh, should people comment on it? Yes. Where should they comment on it? Um, let's see. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Ah, uh, yep. You gotta, Dear listeners? Yeah. Do you care? <laughs> or not? No. <laughs> you know, hit us up. I'm Becky L. Schroeder on Twitter. Laird is L. Ricksford. Tweet using the hashtag insurance happy hour. And we'll eventually, sometimes, actually reply back to you. I think we've replied to everybody who has tweeted. What, like six people? I didn't say it was a lot. (laughs) Well, it's easy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, if you have any uh, comments or questions on the show, you can always also visit uh, insurancehappyhour.com, which was kind of messed up for a bit, and I got mad at them, and they fixed it. Um, but, uh, you can leave comments there and we'll hear them. I don't think there's any show notes. Oh, there, there will be the show notes. Yeah, on I'll, pu- I'll put a link to the article, um, that talked about how insurance is killing football. Um, as well as a link to that podcast. <laughs> that'd, that be if- re- <laughs> that'd be really cool visual. <laughs> it's like an op-ed cartoon where you see the big bad insurance company knife and football on the back or something like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll also include a link to that podcast I heard with John Urschel where they talked about how he um, abruptly retired when that study came out that linked football to brain damage because it was very, really very interesting. Well, I think that's all we got this time, don't we? Yep. All right. Well, I guess I'll see you next week whenever we do this yet again. <laughs> Maybe you should come up with some topics. I came up with topics. Yeah, once. It was a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever I start talking about stuff, I talk. Well, uh, now, some of the, the episodes where we don't have anything going, those are usually just me prattling on and asking you questions and yeah. all that. Come up with topics. Okay. This isn't, a, this isn't just a one-way street. Yeah. 
All right. Well, let's get out of here. And uh, but uh, as always, it's fun. And thanks for listening. Men in this country, do you think have a man crush on Tom Brady? Oh God, it's enough to fill a stadium, a ball field. <laughs> <laughs>